Hello and welcome to the Golden Wheel Tavern. I'm sorry for the mess, there was a bit of a commotion in here. It was a sort of celebration, but it got a little out of hand. The performer we had was fantastic, able to mingle quite well in with everybody, a go-between for every social group we had in here. Unfortunately, a few of our patrons got a little too enthusiastic and a sort of sparring tournament occurred. One contestant did extremely well though, having both brutality and hardiness unrivaled by the fellow contestants. Surprisingly, both the wonderful performer and the champion of the sparring contest shared something in common, something in their heritage. We'll discuss both their races today, half orcs and half elves. A bridge between two worlds, each of these races handle the reality of their abnormal existence in their own way. The half-elves being born of humans and elves, typically in large societies where humans and elves interact frequently, act as a sort of go-between, but they are distrusted by each side as favoring the other. They carry the traits of both their sides. The ambition, inventiveness, and curiosity of the humans refined and tempered by the patience, love of nature, and the artistic taste of the elves. When they live with humans, they may have trouble relating to humans in emotional aspects, and growing at a much slower rate, forcing them to watch their loved ones age and fade into time while they live relatively untouched. If a half-elf wants to avoid this ageless fate, they may live with elves. Unfortunately, half-elves do not live easily with full elves either. They reach adulthood far sooner than their peers, becoming surrounded by children. They tend to go restless, driven by the inherent ambition in their human lineage, especially in the almost timeless realm of the elves. As they often fail to fit in either world from their lineage, Half-elves tend to put themselves in a life of solitary wandering, or they'll join other misfits in the adventuring life. A half-orc is typically found in tribal lands, where a tribe of humans and a tribe of orcs have united for one cause or another, whether that be under the leadership of a mighty warlord, or having finally fought to a total standstill after years of combat. Sometimes, when this treaty between these tribes are made, it'll be sealed by marriages. It is out of these marriages that half-orcs are born. These half-orcs may be raised to be a new chieftain or leader of the tribe, the inherent ingenuity of humans giving them a leg up on their full orc opponents. Other half-orcs may venture into the world to prove their worth in the world of humans, and other races that consider themselves more civilized. Many half-orcs become adventurers, achieving greatness through their own mighty deeds and their savage fury. Half-elves are uncommon enough in many parts of the world so as to not run into another half-elf for years, even if they are the wandering type. Half-elves will sometimes prefer a solitary life taking on the life as a wanderer, taking in the wilds, and surviving as a hunter, a trapper, or a forester. 
The wanderlust that comes with longevity may be what drives a half-elf to this life. Not every half-elf takes up this life though. Some half-elves will throw themselves into the thick of society, leveraging their charisma and their unique position as a bridge between two worlds as boons in their attempt as either diplomatic roles or swindlers and charlatans. Half-orcs are most commonly found in tribes of orcs, but if a half-orc decides to leave their orc tribe, humans are the most likely to accept them into their society. A half-orc often makes its way in the world through use of their impressive strength and resilient nature, in combination with the terrifyingly unflinching determination found in their human lineage. They tend to have a harder time in other lands as most, as many folks believe any person of orc lineage to have no will and unflinchingly obey the will of the evil one-eyed god Groomsh. While orcs cannot fully escape the influence of Groomsh, they have their own will. Half-orcs are still orc and therefore do still feel the power of Groomsh but it is lessened by their human lineage. This influence encourages some of them to unleash the rage inside. Others hear exultations and praise when they partake in the chaos of melee combat. This influence does not mean half-orcs are inherently evil. They can resist this influence, just as anyone can resist the influences of evil. Besides the rage of Groomsh, Half-orcs feel almost all their emotions with an incredible passion. Anger makes their entire body burn, insults sting like wasps, and sadness saps their strength. They feel these emotions with every fiber of their being, but they also feel the happiness of indulging in simple physical pleasure, such as dancing, feasting, drinking, and wrestling. This passion causes half-orcs to be short-tempered, more inclined to action than deliberation, and fighting than debating. Half-elves tend to look like elves to humans and humans to elves. Their height is on par with that of their parents, ranging from under 5 feet to around 6 feet. They are not as slender and lithe as their elvish parents, but not as broad as their human parents either. Weighing between 100 and 180 pounds, typically, with men only slightly taller and heavier on average. A half-elf can grow facial hair, and one trying to hide their fave lineage may grow a beard to do so. The colorations of their hair and skin often lie somewhere between their parents, but they can arrange the full spectrum of either race although their eyes tend to be reminiscent of their elvish lineage. Half-orcs tend to have a grayish pigmentation, a jutting jaw, prominent teeth, and a towering build. They are not hard to spot, standing between 5 and 7 feet tall, and usually weighing between 180 and 250 pounds. They will often have battle scars, which are revered in orcish society as things of beauty. Unfortunately, they may also have scars from their time and lands which didn't accept them, such as marks of a disgraced exile, 
which are not seen as so beautiful in orcish society. Some half-orcs will display these scars with pride, as others may attempt to hide them as they try to blend in in other societies. There are seven kinds of half-elves based on their lineage. The seven kinds of half-elves are the typical half-elf, half-elves of drow, high-elf, wood-elf, or sea-elf descent, mark of detection, and mark of storm half-elves. The typical half-elf is charismatic and versatile. They get a bonus to their charisma of two, and they get a bonus to two other stats of their choice of one each. They have a base walking speed of 30 feet, and dark vision out to 60 feet, allowing them to see in darkness as though it were dim, and dim light as though it were bright. They have advantage on any saving throw against being charmed, and cannot be put to sleep by magic due to their fey ancestry. They, due to their versatile nature, gain proficiency in two skills of their choice. They also know common, elvish, and one more language of their choice. The skill versatility of the half-elf is what changes with half-elves of specific descent. A half-elf can forego taking proficiency with two skills of their choice to take a trait based on their lineage. Wood Elf Heritage grants the Half-Elf their choice of proficiency with longswords, short swords, short bows, and longbows, a walking speed of 35 feet, or the ability to hide even when lightly obscured by natural phenomena such as foliage or mist. They can only take one of these traits though, as is the case with all of the heritage traits. Descendants of High Elves can gain proficiency in the same weapons as before, or gain the ability to cast a single cantrip from the wizard spell list, using their intelligence to cast it. A descendant of the drow can take the ability of the drow to cast the dancing lights cantrip, fairy fire at third level once per long rest, and darkness at fifth level once per long rest, using their charisma for all of these spells. The last heritage is that of the sea elf. The children of these aquatic beings get a swimming speed of 30 feet. In a far-off land, some half-elves are born with a magic mark granting them new abilities, replacing their skill versatility and their ability score increases. The mark of detection grants half-elves abilities to seek, uncover the truth, and gather information. They get a bonus to their wisdom of 2 and one other ability score of their choice of one. Whenever they make a skill check, using their intelligence for investigation, or use their wisdom to make an insight check, they can roll a d4 and add it to the total. Once per long rest, the Mark of Detection Elf can cast Detect Magic and Detect Poison and Disease. They can also cast Invisibility once per long rest once they reach third level. All of these spells utilize their intelligence as the casting ability. If a mark of detection half-elf takes up spell casting, they get a list of spells to add to their spell list, helping them find the truth and detect dangers before they fall for them. The last type of half-elf we'll discuss is the mark of storm half-elf. They have an ability to call upon the powers of wind and water, which they typically use to assist in the navigation of ships. They get a bonus to their charisma score of 2, 
and to their dexterity score of 1. Whenever they make an acrobatics check with their dexterity, or a check using navigator's tools, they can roll a d4 and add it to the total. As they have the blessing of the storm, those who wear the mark of the storm have resistance to lightning damage. They can also cast the gust cantrip, and at third level, they can cast the gust of wind spell once per long rest. Charisma is the casting ability they use for these spells. If they decide to go into spell casting, they also gain an extended spell list, the spells of which show control over the wind and water. There are two half-orc heritages, that being the typical half-orc and the mark of finding half-orc. The typical half-orc has a bonus to their strength of 2 and their constitution of 1. Their base walking speed is 30 feet and they have dark vision out to 60 feet. As they are menacing, they get proficiency with their intimidation skill. They are relentless and savage in combat. Their relentlessness is shown in their endurance. If they are to be dropped to 0 hit points without being murdered outright, they can choose to drop to 1 HP instead. They can only do this once per long rest though. Their savagery makes itself present in their attacks, as when they land a critical hit, they can roll an additional damage die and add it to the roll, making their critical hits even more devastating. They will typically know common and orc, a hard and guttural language written in dwarven script. The mark of finding half-orc is the same as the mark of finding human, with sharp senses dedicated to finding what they were assigned to find. They get a bonus to their wisdom of 2 and their constitution of 1. They have the same dark vision as the typical half-orc. Whenever they make a survival or perception check utilizing their wisdom, they can roll a d4 and add it to the total. They also gain the ability to cast the Hunter's Mark spell and the Locate Object spell at 3rd level. Both of these spells can only be cast once per long rest and these spells utilize the half-orc's wisdom. These types of half-orcs also lose some of their connection to their orc lineage, knowing the languages of common and goblin instead of orcish. If they take spellcasting, their expanded list of spells includes quite a few spells to help them track things down and keep them located. Both half-elves and half-orcs live between worlds, and can do quite a few interesting things with their abilities. Half-elves are extremely versatile. Your typical half-elf makes for an excellent charisma caster, especially with the ability to assign their two points wherever they want. A valor or swords bard can pull a striker, support, and be a decent frontliner all in one, and the half-elf is made for that. A high elf half-elf gets an additional cantrip, and can be even more versatile in their spellcasting. A mark of detection half-elf is begging to be a knowledge cleric, and a mark of storm is begging to be a stormborn sorcerer. A half-elf paladin is also very good, as all three stats that are very important to a paladin, strength, constitution, and charisma, can all be boosted with the half-elf's ability score increase. They can make a solid party face 
handling social situations with grace, and can pull a skill monkey role, having proficiency in many skills. A half-orc is a bruiser and a tank. They are meant to be front lines, and a half-orc fighter or paladin is a force to be feared, being a terrifyingly potent tank, especially with their ability to cheat death, giving them the chance to shrug off and stabilize after a particularly brutal hit. Their crits also hit harder, meaning the increased hits from extra attacks can hit like a truck if they crit on them. A half-orc barbarian is also very formidable and terrifying. The mark of fighting half-orc makes an excellent druid, ranger, or cleric due to their wisdom boost and increased hardiness from their constitution boost. Half-elves and half-orcs are versatile and interesting. They wield great power and potential and are the living bond between two people. They are incredible in almost every way. In fact, I need to contact the local smith and have him forge a small trophy for the winner of that sparring tournament. Quite the swordsman that half-elf was. Oh, and that performer, the half-orc. If you need anyone at an event, let me know. I'll get them in contact with you. Until next time, go out and see a new side to the world and try to understand the other side a little better. I'd like to thank you for listening, and I ask you to rate us highly on whatever channel you're using to listen. If you want to follow this on Twitter, check out at the Tavern Keep and tweet about us using hashtag Tavern Keep. If you want to support this project, other than sharing it on social media, you can check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash the Tavern Keep's guy. I'm Ryan, and this has been the Tavern Keeps Guy. Thank you. Make sure to tip the barmaids. Mm-hmm.